We can get into a routine where it feels like everyone we speak with is either having a bad day or we're having a bad day ourselves. We feel like we constantly meet people who seem to be inconsiderate, stubborn, incorrigible, indecent, miserable, or even passive aggressive. Sometimes we can be equally awkward ourselves. While it might seem that the easiest remedy is to lock yourself up at home and avoid people altogether, we eventually have to pick up the phone or step outside and have an interaction with somebody. Hello and welcome to Akoma Talks. This season, we shall be talking about how to deal with difficult people and manage conflict situations. Success in dealing with conflict comes from understanding who we are, how we behave, as well as how we can influence others. Last season, we focused on mastering your greatness, leading yourself, and identifying who you are. If you haven't tapped into that season, go and tap into it and find out ways to create the world that you want to live in and to discover how you can be the person that you want to be by taking responsibility for your actions and your decisions. Now, back to conflict situations and dealing with difficult people. Success in dealing with conflict comes from understanding that it's a series of conversations that we approach. So the conversations have a plan and we break it down step by step. We will find that we have less difficult people to deal with when we view it in this way. More often than not, we will also have more meaningful and significant conversations or deep meaningful conversations, if you will. This season, we'll focus on how to turn difficult situations into opportunities for growth. We're going to start the conversation with understanding conflict. What is conflict and is it really a bad thing? Conflict is disagreeing with someone, is seeing that your opinion and their opinion necessarily don't have the same basis or the foundation. It can be either disagreeing about beliefs or values, religion or ideologies. And conflict is a very normal part of a healthy relationship. It's not possible for everyone to agree about everything all the time. Imagine having to agree with people all the time and not being allowed to give your true opinion about situations. It can squash creativity and innovation. What is important then is to learn how to manage disagreements so that they don't harm the relationships. So there's no problem with disagreeing. You can agree to agree or you can agree to disagree. The important thing is that you do not harm your relationships. So by learning skills to manage conflict, you can approach disagreements with confidence that keeps your personal and professional relationships strong. If we avoid these sometimes difficult conversations because we don't like them, consider for a moment whether or not you are valuing that person as a contributor to your work or home. Because if you value them, you are more likely to have these conversations because of your respect for the other individual. We also have the same conversations with people that we necessarily do not like <laughs> for the same reasons. So when dealing with people or rather difficult people whom we also don't like, and we all have that person that kind of rubs us the wrong way. Here's an important tip for you before you enter the important conversation. Okay, so find something that you like about the person 
and you'll be able to frame the conversation positively because you're now starting it on a positive note. It doesn't matter what the positive attribute is. It can be either they offer good insights in meetings, or they have lovely hair, or they're always punctual, they bring delicious looking lunch, something, something that you can connect to positively. I guarantee that your conversation will be less likely to get off track and become difficult. Why? Because you started it in a positive way. Who doesn't want to be understood and supported? We all want to be understood and supported. Conflict arises from the differences between individuals. It flares up when people disagree over something related to their values, motivation, perception of things, or the ideas, as mentioned earlier. From the outside, these differences can look insignificant. But from the inside, or from the perspective, perspective of the people involved in the conflict, the issues at the core of the problem can trigger strong emotions and are very, very significant. Because remember, everybody grew up differently and experienced different things along the way. So something that you might see as small as or insignificant could be a huge trigger for someone else. So if you consider the conflicting need for safety versus the desire to challenge and taste risks, Okay, let me break it down. So imagine this. There is a child and there is a parent. The child wants to climb the stairs because they are curious and they want to explore. However, the parent wants to keep the child safe and avoid the child from breaking their bones. So the parent's main focus is safety. The child wants to explore so the need to move as quickly as possible on the stairs becomes their focus. So the parents responsible for the child's safety so they limit the child's access to the staircase. The limited access becomes the conflict as the child wants to explore and the parents want to avoid bruises and broken bones. So there is where the conflict relies. It's safety versus the desire to challenge. Whether at home or in the workplace, we have to consider that both parties needs play an important role in the success of the relationship. Each side deserves respect and consideration. A lack of understanding can contribute to arguments, low productivity and continued disputes. This in turn can lead to a total breakdown of important relationships. But when you acknowledge the legitimacy of the conflict and are willing to examine the issues in a cooperative environment, you can open the door to creating to creative problem solving, more cohesive understanding and improved relationships. So for example, let's say the child was older, the parent could say, listen, the reason why I'm blocking you from the staircase is because I don't want you to hurt yourself. Then the child could say, but I want to explore the staircase. Then the parent could then say, okay, then let me hold your hand and then we can climb the stairs together. That way they found a creative way to solve the problem and therefore the conflict is no longer there. Developing a method to cope with conflict empowers us to take control of the outcomes and to contribute strongly to the effects of their relationships or rather to effective relationships. The question then to ask yourself is to talk or not to talk. In deciding whether you want to proceed with a difficult conversation, there are some things to consider. Ta -ta -ta -ta. Is this relationship important to me? If it is, then it makes sense that the conversation takes place. 
but not every conversation is necessary. Is it worth tracking someone down and having a confrontation when they cut you off in traffic? The person who interrupts you in a meeting but has never done so before or probably never would again? In order to decide whether you need to deal with a difficult person or not, ask yourself the following questions truthfully. Is this, import, is this person important to me? Is this relationship important to me? Has this happened before? Does this bother me or other people? And can I invest my time? If you answered no to any of the five questions, then remove yourself from the situation either temporarily or permanently, depending on the severity of the situation. Having deep, meaningful conversations take time. It takes time to unpack and find solutions when it comes to dealing with conflict. So really take time to ask yourself if the person in question is relevant or adds value to your life or not. Join us again next week as we continue this conversation on dealing with difficult people. Remember, here at Akuma Talks, it's all about revealing the heart of matters. Thank you.